Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to Help for HD Live, the first podcast created for families living with Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease. Don't forget to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also search over 500 archived episodes and other projects at helpforhd.org. To watch us in person, find Help for HD TV on YouTube and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications on new content. Help for HD Live is going on air in 5, 4, 3, 2, Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This program is made possible because of Teva Pharmaceuticals, Neurocrine Biosciences, the Griffin Foundation, and the Hereditary Disease Foundation. I'm your host, Lauren Holder, and today I have two lovely ladies on with me. I have Ariel and I have Lori on with me um, to start off uh, HD Awareness Month. And I am just so glad that they both um, were able to join me today. Ladies, thank you so much for coming on today. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. Hi, Ariel. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, hi, Grandma. (laughs) So let's start off with um, how HD impacts your family. I think that's a perfect way to say it, So, uh, since you guys know each other, obviously. Oh, yeah. She's my girl. <laughs> so, yeah, um, um, my how we're affected by HD, it started with um, my, my grandpa. He had Huntington's disease, and my grandma, Lori, who's here with us, um, she was his caregiver. Um, they had four children, and three out of the four had Huntington's disease, um, including one of them was my mother. Um, and yeah, and how I'm directly affected as well is I'm also at risk. So um, yeah, we have we have um, I'm at risk, and then we have my uncle who has Huntington's disease who's still alive, Donald, and then um, we have one of my cousins Zoe. She tested positive for Huntington's disease. So quite quite a bit of family members who's had it in our our family. And a lot yeah. of people know who your mom is. That's, you know, that was Desiree. Um, and yeah. most everybody knows Desiree as well as Crystal, um, her sister. So I was, I was good friends with Crystal um, and both, both of them passing away, you know, was devastating. Um, but I, I definitely wanted to take a moment and just share and honor them. Um, one of the reasons why I wanted you to come on for HD Awareness Month is just so we could honor them because talk about two women who were just powerhouses and major advocates for the community. Um, they, you know, they lived and breathed to advocate for HD. So, um, I, you know, they're greatly missed, but they have truly inspired so many people. Yeah, I remember yeah. when Desiree got tested. She, I went to the, me and um, Ariel's papa, which is Desiree's uh, dad, went to get her results. And I tried so hard not to cry coming home. But I did. Yeah. And she, she told me, 
She told me, don't, don't worry, Mom. I'm going to live my life to the fullest. And she did. She did, absolutely. Yeah, my my mom, yeah. I miss I miss my mom a lot. Um a lot of people are constantly telling me how strong I am and how brave I am and stuff and I, I make sure to give her credit for that for sure because she's yeah. the one who who's taught me how to be that strong person, how to be that person for other people and stuff. Um and yeah, she she it, she had a legacy for sure, you know. Um, she skydived. She did a lot of things off of her bucket list and stuff. And like you said, they were her and Crystal were both powerhouses in the HD community. And you know, my mom introduced me to the HD community at such a young age, you know. And I'm I'm forever grateful for that because even though HD is hard, you know, being a part of the communities and stuff is extremely important because that's where you find the hope and that's where you find the positivity in it, you know, and heavily involved, you know, has shaped not just me, but I'm sure it has shaped my cousin too, Crystal's daughter, Zoe, you know, um, because they both have shown us, you know, how to be such strong people, not just in general, but in the community as well. Yeah. They were fighters. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they created fighters, which is, which is so great. Um, You know, Ariel, I I met you through NYA and all of that stuff. And, um, you know, you're, you're carrying on your mom's legacy and um, it's amazing to watch. And she, I know she is so proud of you. Oh Yeah. Yeah, she's down. She's up there watching over all of us. Her and Crystal. Hopefully, my dad's joining in. Yeah. <laughs> Your dad had HD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he passed away um, January of 2021. And I, uh, I always, I always like to think um, that you know he's up there like just watching and having a great time and, you know, with the people he loves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're no longer suffering, which is good, you know. Absolutely. I hate seeing people like that suffer. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Let me let me ask a question. So, have there been instances where your family was affected um, by stuff because of a lack of awareness about HD? Yes, I'll say yes because when we found out um, my kid's dad had HD, they went right to the computer, looked it up, and seen what it was, and then. Desiree just, I mean, she was a go-getter. She was a go-getter. And she found you guys. Um, she uh, she also connected with so many people. And that's what's got us through this. Is like you, Lauren, uh, Katie, 
all you guys, you know, you guys are working for the HD to help us out. And then uh, yeah. Desiree, it, when we first found out about her dad, I think maybe a year later, she started up a group for HD people. And that was in Torrance, California, and uh, I loved I loved it. I loved it. We have nothing out here in this little town we have for HD, but we don't know anybody yeah. that'll. We only know one person here with HD, and her kids are gone now too. Hmm. Yeah, so tough. Yeah, in the in the other states, there's definitely like a lack of center of excellences and stuff, you know, and lack of you know awareness, like you you're talking about, you know. Um, so yeah, it makes it harder, you know, because yeah, when when my grandma lived in California, she was able to attend, you know, obviously my mom's support groups, but they obviously had other support groups close by when my mom wasn't doing those anymore, you know, and she Daniel was able to attend those. So, yeah, Daniel had his, his in Riverside, um, which was super close to my grandma. So, yeah, she was able to go and take my uncle as well, who has Huntington's disease. Um, and, yeah, so, like, I always feel bad when I meet people who, yeah, who don't have those, like, resources and stuff. But even even, like, now, you know, like, they have they have events, you know, but it's it's sometimes it's hard to always plan to go to the events in your local chapters and stuff like that for different organizations and stuff and events. But um, as far as lack of awareness, like even though you can you can educate people all day long, but it's still until they actually see it with their own eyes, they will truly like not understand. Because I've I've been dealing with that a lot um, since my mom's been passing, you know, people kind of thought they understood. And then for May Huntington's Disease Awareness Month, I posted on my Instagram for people to see. And it was a video of my mom, like, before she passed. And you could see her movements and stuff and all that. And I got a lot more messages from people being like, I had no idea what you were truly going through. You know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know, you know, even though I could sit here and talk about it all day long on my Instagram until they saw it for their own eyes, it doesn't click in people's head. Um, so yeah, I guess that's an example of lack of awareness or just in general, like I was my mom's caregiver and we'd go into restaurants and she'd get stares, you know, or. If she accidentally bumped into someone, people would be like, you know, what the heck is this lady's problem? You know, like that—that that would be frustrating as well, you know. And that's why, you know, my mom created her shirts, you know, that said "Kiss my a." But you know, she had a saying, and she made sure to wear it on a shirt, you know, to make sure people knew that she had Huntington's disease and stuff. So, um, to help with that lack of awareness, I definitely recommend people wearing a help for HD shirt or something like that, you know, to spark a conversation with people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, so funny that you mentioned her phrase because 
I remember being at a convention, an HDSA convention, and we wrote that out on uh, with the little blue lights on one of the tables. Um, and I just remember it like being such a big deal that we had that um, out on the table because it always <laughs> reminded me of Desiree. Yeah. <laughs> she was surely known. <laughs> but, it, but Ariel, you're right. Like I, I was just dealing with a similar issue um, where I was talking to somebody about HD and, you know, you can talk all day long and they're like, okay, yeah, that's great. Um, and until you show them something that actually shows HD, it doesn't click for them. And so I've started um, like having a video, just a small video ready in case somebody does ask me questions because I've run into that a lot. Wow. Yeah, I, I now have, I now have a video. Um, it's cause I work in the, the legal cannabis industry on the side and they actually did a documentary about my mom. They interviewed her and everything about six months, seven months before she passed. So it's a fairly recent video of her talking, you know, um, walking like I'm like walking around in the park with her or I'm using her cane. Like there's lots of footage and stuff of her, how she lived her life, you know, and how I caregived for her. Um, and it was like a, it was a video about how we use um, CBD to help her and stuff. And yeah, I showed that the clip that I, I put was that clip of her recently, you know, of me giving her the tincture on her tongue, you know, the little drops. And that's the video. It's just that little clip of me giving her tincture, but that one little video makes people click. They're like, oh, you know, just because they can see her, the way she's moving and stuff like that and talking. Crazy how um, I, I guess people are just visual, right? They just, they got to have, they got to see it. I mean, Ariel, didn't your mom have more movements than Papa? I mean, my grandpa died when I was, like, six or seven, so I remember, but I don't remember to an extent. Um, he definitely had movements. I remember him jerking. Like, something that I remember, like, kind of scared me as my mom's symptoms were getting worse was she'd make this humming noise yeah. involuntarily, obviously. But she'd just make this humming noise, like, hmm. Hmm. Like every once in a while, you know, or she'll do it over and over again and she wouldn't even know she's doing it. But that like triggered like a memory in my head of like how my, my grandpa was when I was, when I was younger, I remember him humming and making noises. He definitely, it didn't seem like he had a lot of movement, but I feel like he did. He was also like bedridden, like yeah. at a certain point, you know, he was on hospice and stuff. So like I, I vaguely remember like him being able to walk and stuff. Um, but I don't, I don't. That's the thing that sucks is I don't remember ever being able to have a conversation with him. I probably like my memory was just too young during that time. But I don't have any memory of him like actually being able to speak, only like making noises. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Would you do you guys have any advice for other HD caregivers? Um, I I would say try to learn the most you can about HD. 
Um, and, uh, you know, just talk with them and, you know, see what they're doing and then what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, we, I just came back from a NYA thing that we brought up is, you know, no matter what, one thing that we would like people to understand about HD that people don't understand is they're still in there. They're still themselves. So yeah, like how my grandma's saying, you know, like talk to them, you know, regardless of how they are and where they are in their stages, you know, always talk to them, ask them how they're doing, how they're feeling, what they want to do, you know, because at the end of the day, they're still who they are, you know. Um, So, yeah, I think that's really important, like she said. And just patience, you know, that's something that I struggled with a lot, you know, caregiving for my mom is just having the patience, you know. Especially for me, I had the caregiver dynamic of a daughter caregiving for her mom. So sometimes I'd lose my patience because, you know, I'm staring at my mom, you know. I'm like, Mom, you know, Mm -hmm. you should be able to do this. But she can't, you know, at the end of the day. Um, So, like, yeah, just try to have as much patience as you can with them or just learn how to be patient with them, you know, because it will make your experience a lot better. I learned that from your mom. She told me I had to have patience with Papa because he was getting on my nerves and I yelled at him. And she told me that wasn't him. It was the HD. And so from there on, I had patience. That's all I could do is have patience with him. You can't get mean, you know, you can't be rude to them not that I would but he got on my nerves and that's when your mom just told me you can't do that he has HD and it's the HD not your dad mm-hmm. yeah and that's, that's a... the part is knowing the dif- is knowing the difference between that's them and oh that's the HD and that's like another important thing is making sure you know the difference you know like yeah. Yeah. Now, Ariel, I, I want to ask a personal question, and it's okay if you don't answer it. Um, but as somebody who is at risk and you were your mom's caregiver, um, you know, was it hard being a caregiver as well as somebody at risk um, and, and seeing that every single day? Oh, 100%. Um you know, I teen and then I didn't, you know, I just was trying to focus on my life, you know, and then a few da- years down the line, you know, I thought about it again. But by that point, you know, I started caregiving for my mom and it, it definitely made it harder for me to focus on that, you know, get me myself in the, uh, a good mindset with it, with testing and stuff, because, you know, I had to be around my mom all the time seeing it, you know, and stuff like that and caregiving for her firsthand, you know, it, it, it was hard for me to focus on myself, you know, just in general, not just testing, but just in general, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, it's definitely been hard. It was hard. And then especially like, you know, um, I know she want, at the end of the day, she didn't want me to have Huntington's disease. And I just, as the years have gone, went on, it just, I couldn't 
I couldn't imagine me having to tell her if I had Huntington's disease. Like, I couldn't imagine having to share that news with her. Like, I don't know. It just broke my heart thinking about it, you know? Um, So, yeah, I just could never text, you know, when, when I was her caregiver and stuff. And I'm, I'm still considering it, you know, but who knows when I'll end up really texting, you know, but I've definitely thought about it a little bit more now that she's been gone, you know, and I've been able to think about myself a little bit more and stuff, but day by day, you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Ladies, I, I so appreciate you coming on and sharing all of this. Ariel, I'm probably going to have you come back on and share because you mentioned that you, um, you guys use CBD with your mom. Yes. Yeah. I can actually send you like the docu. It's like a 10 minute video that they did on my mom. Um, but yeah, we use CBD, CBN, any non-psychoactive cannabinoids. She was able to use THC during the beginning of her stages and stuff. But uh, as her stages progressed, she wasn't able to handle the psychoactive part of THC. Um, it would give her paranoia and stuff, which obviously isn't what she needs. So we switched to CBD and CBN and stuff because it still helps with sleep, a lot of other stuff. Um, and, yeah, I've also kind of did a survey with a lot of other people who I know whose parents consumed THC for their Huntington's disease. And a lot of them did say that they couldn't handle the THC part as they progressed, but they would still continue the CBD part. Obviously, there's not enough research for us to figure out why, you know, there's not a bunch of researchers out there trying to figure out the, the, what THC does to Huntington's disease patients, you know, but just from what I've gathered, as far as my data goes, somehow they can't, they can't take it after a certain point, you know, which is fine because there is things like CBD and CBN and CBG as well out there. So, yeah, I would love for you to send me the um, the video. Um, I actually just did a recording with Erica with HD Reach um, and Dr. Jack Liam about CBD and um, and cannabis um, in general. So, I would love to to see that video and maybe have you come on and kind of share a. a community members perspective yeah of course that'd be so cool but thank you uh, say that one more time i said that would be good for ariel yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, well ladies i I so appreciate you I so appreciate you both coming on and, and talking with me today um, and starting off HD Awareness Month on a really good note um, with sharing about Desiree and Crystal and um, the amazing women that uh, they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for honoring them. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you for oh, having absolutely. us. Absolutely. Um, you know, you guys are welcome on any time, and um, I thank you, too, for the awareness that you guys are doing. You're you're continuing on that legacy uh, that Crystal and Desiree started and um, just 
seeing major advocates in the community just not afraid to share how you feel and share what you've learned in the HE community. So thank you so much. Thank you. So for those that are listening, make sure that you tune in every Thursday uh, for May, HD Awareness Month for May. um, We are going to have community members on sharing their stories. Um, And I hope that you have a wonderful day. And um, for everybody listening, take care and love you. You too. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to visit www.helpforhd.org and sign up for our email newsletter to stay up to date on all that is going on at Help for HD. Get social with us and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and subscribe to Help for HD TV on YouTube and ring the bell for notifications.